0: Good evening. Are we on, Dan? Yeah, thank you, Dan, as always. <laughs> uh, good evening, congratulations, happy promotion, and welcome to edition 177 of The Pinkin' Show, our dedicated canary shenanigans. That is, once again, and only ever by association. Premier League I'm Michael Bailey we are back at the Departure Lounge on Prince of Wales Road in Central Norwich and we are live and of course sober Uh, coming up promotion Premier League Pookie plus we take you through the wider championship picture and host the latest round of Flip the Bird and we will do all of this in the company of tonight's star turns. They are Press Association Sports Journalist Jim Van Wyk and debutant The Norfolk Sonic, a.k.a. Kieran But I'll let you decide who is who. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I think, you, yeah, Sonic was clearly male. Well, not clearly male, let's not get stuck into that. Uh, how are you both? Well, we'll see if, if the volume works on K- K- Kieran first, Sonic. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, and I'm honestly I'm really glad that we finally got over the line because now it's the party atmosphere, and I'm really excited to see what Premier League has to hold.
0: Exactly, and said so as a this is going to be quite the night. Jim, how are you? Um, well, I don't really know how to follow that, Michael. Really? <laughs> I think, um,
2: yeah, good. I, I think it's, it's 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 been a long while coming, isn't it? This um this season, it, the finishing line has been in sight for a long while, but to actually finally get over that. Uh, I was, was there at, uh, at Carrow Road on Saturday and it was a fantastic occasion and you saw, could see how much it meant to all of the players and, and all of the fans and the reaction since then has been fantastic for, for the whole county really.
0: As indeed we are in our high spirits we should say. We are also here with the Canaries Trust who are having a bit of an ec- end of season Uh, well sort of end of season promotion shindig if you like so no doubt we'll be hearing from them over the course of the uh, evening as well as usual I believe we are live on pinkin.com on uh, the pinkin Facebook page hopefully Tony's nodding that's good Twitter, Periscope and YouTube and over the course of the show we want to hear from you of course be it on the player you love the most out of this lot your tales from Saturday night celebrations we would definitely want to hear those Uh, but especially your moment of the season just one the one you always think about when you think about this season and of course the more random the better all you need to do is post your words below the live pink and facebook feed the youtube chat box or reply on the pink and twitter and periscope streams and i'll do my best to keep track of them all uh, we are of course back with wesley mullahan as well uh, you'll notice i'm in a, a norwich shirt from this season which is a, a not usual setting for me it's a while since i had a shirt and if you just have a look at the back can we do this Are you all right, right down you can't really move can you you can see on the back of the shirt pink and 19 can you see that you sure not that I'm trying to linger. There we go. That was uh, a, a gift to the show. Did we get it? You're just both laughing. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it. Happy yeah. enough. Whatever. Um, a present uh, to the show from uh, Ben Kensel, it City Chief yeah. Operating Officer. So uh, fair play to Mr Kensel. I'm not sure David McNally ever would have given us a shirt for for anything we did. So, um, And, of course, these are heady days. So... Um, uh, Huge congratulations to everyone involved in the football club, Ben included. Thank you for the shirt. We'll maybe use it in the set come next season or whichever when we think of something uh, exciting to do with it once I've washed it because it's probably going to smell by the end of this show. Anyway, Wesley Mulahan has had uh, one too many nights sleeping in a field. O'Neill Hernandez has been burning the candle at both ends but the professionals that they are both have made it in for this week's Norwich City Headlines. That's going to send some dogs loopy. We are Premier League. Well, what more do we need to say? Drink it in, people. <coughs> <laughs> Pookie party time. Timu named player of the season after phenomenal campaign. I think we'd all hug him right now, here, if he was here. Uh, not sure how much he'd like all that mind, but there we go. <coughs> Mario. That was the noise Dave Freezer made next to me in the press box on Saturday as he watched... Brancic's stunner swerve and fly into the top corner. What a goal it was to seal promotion. The man himself later told me it was lucky. (laughs) Yeah, as if. Uh, No man has been more efficient with his minutes than the best-looking man in Norfolk. (laughs) Just one point. That's all it will take for the championship title at Villa Park. Maybe not even that. Then Bank Holiday Mondays parades can come with added silverware just in time for Wes versus Russ in the afternoon. Will the party ever stop? And finally (coughs) Purely Academy. Academy doesn't work. Uh, well done, Adam Ida and Jay Stowe-Smith, who picked up the club's top awards for their work inside Colony and City's development squads. That was because City celebrated with the first Academy Awards dinner last night, and enough was said over the evening to make the commitment that the progression of young players at Norwich City will not be stopping just because of promotion to the Premier League. Well done, Steve Weaver, and everyone working so hard for the Canaries' next generation. <laughs> Beautiful work, Jim. Top stuff. I don't think we've stirred many people and and the Norfolk Sonic is still with us because I was a little bit worried he would roll into a ball and roll off. Um, Here we go then. Uh, How is this ranking in your Norwich supporting lives? Uh, Sonic, where does this stand in all the Norwich City stuff you've seen?
1: Oh, for me, this is definitely top because I didn't really feel like this during the Alex Neal's days. I I was always a bit pessimistic going into the playoffs on that one and and to be honest, it ended on a sour note, really, of Alex Neil. But this is probably the most exciting season I've seen watching Norwich, and um, yeah, and I'm really looking forward to see what the Premier League holds for this team because you know, the world's at their oyster at the moment, in my opinion. Um,
0: it's written all over your face as well, so that's the best thing. Uh, Jim, how about you? I, I'm Kieran's a little bit younger than you, so what, what do you reckon? Uh,
2: well, um, I, I think I have to say probably of, of 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 all the of all the promotions to the to the Premier League. And that we've had under Nigel Worthington, and and then um, with the achievement that that Paul Lambert. I I think this probably, for me, ranks up there, the best of the the best of the lot, Um, just purely because of the way he's 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 gone about it. Um, Paul Lambert had uh, side had momentum from uh, from their successive promotions, and the football they played was was fantastic as well. But just for Daniel Farke, who, let's face it, the jury was out for a very long time to actually deliver and deliver Premier League football and against a backdrop of everyone else, the teams that they're competing against and on the budget that he's done and to produce those players, to produce that. As um, Mick Dennis, a a good friend of the show, obviously um, said this is some of the most exciting football that he's seen in 30 years at at Carrot Road. And I think that is going to be the testament of this season. Um, obviously, it's going to step up a bit next year and um, to see what they can what, what they can do against um, a higher calibre opponent. But um, it, it, to watch it home in a way, it, 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 it's just been fantastic. And great credit to Daniel and all of the squad, really.
0: I mean, I've, I've had fans come up to me who've been watching the club far more than all of us put, put together, saying exactly the same things, which is it's just phenomenal, given... I guess the rebuild we all thought they were going to do. I mean, I spent 12 months trying to keep everyone's knock everyone's expectations down because no one, I think, really thought that they could remove the players and sell the players that they did and lose that quality and let's still compete in this way.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a big loss losing the likes of James Madison and Josh Murphy in the previous years, but it feels different this time because unlike trying to get a player and fill it around the system, which in many previous years we have... We've got players who have fitted right into the system and what Daniel Farker wants to play. And, yeah, it's, it's not like a one-man team. It's more, in, in general, like more of a team spirit and more of a team effort this time round, which is, makes it a lot more special.
0: I love that Sonic is so articulate about Norwich City Football Club. It's just, I can't get my head around it. It's brilliant. Uh, those Blackburn scenes, Jim, where, where do they rank for you? Because um, it was, you know, special to see, but I, I guess... It's a bit different to a playoff final. It's not quite as euphoric because you kind of know what's going to happen. And you almost feel that relief more than everything because we've been waiting for this for weeks.
2: Yeah, I I, I think that's that's what it was uh, and um the 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 dip in, the dipping the dip in form as well. I think that was partly down to to, uh, to the nerves of the of the young squad. Obviously a lot of players had not been there before and it was just about getting that over the line. Uh, but I was talking with some of the trust guys uh, before about how it actually those results, that point at Wigan was actually not a bad point if you if you look at it, but probably the probably the one which um, which you thought should have got the job done was 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 the Reading game, and, and I think for me, probably the the moment I actually believed the team would go on and win promotion was when they came back and, and that Zimmerman that Zimmerman goal. But um, just to see what it means to everyone and with the family atmosphere and. The, the, the children coming on, on the pitch as well afterwards. Uh, that, that was a really special moment and obviously it's a new generation now and a new generation of fans. Um, it's the first time my, uh, my son is really getting into, into football and you can just see it around the schools here. Everyone is now going around instead of you know, going around in Manchester City and Chelsea shirts. You're seeing more and more Norwich shirts now and it's just going to be fantastic for, uh, for this next generation to, to grow up and have something to remember about what this Norwich team have
0: achieved. 100%. Um, 59 years to the day it was on Saturday that Norwich last won and only previously won promotion at home at Car- uh, sorry, at Carrow Road uh, that is 59 years to the day I think when I realised that on Saturday morning I was like well okay this is going to happen so remarkable coincidence um, how did you celebrate it all uh, Sonic Stroke Kieran?
1: <laughs> well sadly I was on the ground sadly it would have been amazing to have been there and been in the middle of celebrations but luckily I was at home my family watching it when that Blackburn goal went in, I was a little bit nervy watching it and was kind of worrying it would be same old, same old, obviously doing it the hard way, but um, yeah, when it, the full time whistle went, just euphoric I felt and ironically I was speaking with my girlfriend who lives in Germany around the time and she was following all the games with me this season and she was just as happy for me, so it was a really good feeling when we finally got it over the line
0: fantastic do you do any um, spins or rings ring ring catching what what did sonic do i can't remember ring catching rings being yeah. rings, rings jumping any of that stuff
1: <laughs> uh, i may have done a jump yeah in celebration but
0: knee slides i don't know if sonic did those but anyway yeah moving on um all hail mario vrantage i've written here um mentioned it there of course just phenomenal the way he's stepped up in such few minutes the amount of Um, points you could probably attribute to Mario Vrancic is on a different level to to anyone else, but there we go. Um, Get your con, uh, your uh, comments and questions in. We're asking for your moment of the season, your favourite moment of the season. It doesn't have to be an obvious one. We just want to hear what it is. Um, we'll rattle through some of these uh, comments as well, and I'll keep a hold of them. Danny Elaro, uh, hi all. We are Premier League. Uh, Roger Mallett, hello, my fellow friends from Florida. Hope it's nice and sunny in Florida. Roger, it's nice and sunny here too, so that is good. Uh, Callum Mitchell, we are Premier League. Uh, tone 007 premier high fives all round OTBC I don't know what a premier high five is tone but I'll take one that's all good um, Tobias P- Patterson is that Marco Steeperman under the sonic suit poor lad is probably still drunk are you Marco Steeperman a little bit short yeah. it's a little <laughs> bit short for that yeah it could be slouching mm. maybe we'll find out later there's a, there's a teaser for you um, Norfolk Gal hello fellow yellows from sunny Norwich thank you for the hearts norfolk gal much appreciated and uh, other stuff there so we'll catch through on some of those that's on youtube thanks for watching on youtube keep them all coming i will rattle through them all uh, over on facebook john king we are premier league uh, indeed we are john michael gal <laughs> yeah. michael we're com- commenting on the fact my sleeves are. i didn't appreciate the sleeves were going to be quite the shirt on the sh- uh, short on the shirt so apologies about that I'm, I'm deliberately sort of um cowering under the weight of this shirt of course which carries such wonderful connotations this year uh keep those comments uh, coming in preferably not on my attire um and we'll go through uh, as many of those as we can uh which is all good neil austin finally um Oh, he's saying some nice stuff. Thank you, Neil. uh, Yeah, that's lovely of you. Uh, We, of course, had lots of time covering the game on Saturday. Uh, Brilliant. Keep those coming in, especially your moment of the season. That's what I want to know. Uh, I'll have a think about mine. Gents, have a think about your moment of the season too. Uh, There is just one game week left to play, of course, out in the Championship. And just the odd issue... Still to resolve. So here is the championship picture. Guys, you can have a look there. Uh, Sheffield United cruised past Ipswich to effectively book their promotion before Norwich confirmed theirs with victory over Blackburn. Derby won a crucial top six clash at Bristol City. And Rotherham... <laughs> Rotherham's fate was sealed at the Hawthorns I'm not drunk Uh, There was plenty of fun and games at Elland Road Come Sunday While Derby can all but confirm their playoff berth With victory at Swansea tonight Which is of course Wednesday night Bolton's financial crisis finally uh, is spilling onto the pitch As their unpaid players went on strike Forcing their game with Brentford to be postponed How things resolve from here is still unclear But it is almost certain Not to include their season's results being expunged I think. Let's <laughs> hope so. Yeah. Uh, there was not a single change in position in the bottom half, which was kind of remarkable last weekend. Uh, while the trio set for League One is also confirmed, meanwhile Luton and Barnsley confirmed their automatic promotion back to the Championship. Mad tatters indeed. What a, what a time for Cameron McGeehan. Uh, Brentford will have to wait and see what happens to their postponed fixture with Bolton. As for the pointy end, the top two are up and the equation for who wins the title is clear. Villa's playoff berth isn't confirmed but is effectively sealed with all eyes on Derby tonight to see if they can follow suit. Villa will finish fifth, which may do Norwich a favour on Sunday. Huddersfield and Fulham have already been relegated from the Premier League, while Cardiff seems set to follow suit, although anything's possible, they will hope. The lunchtime finale sees City head to Villa Park, hoping for just one point. The Blades have to win at Stoke to stand any chance of the title themselves. Both promoted sides have spent most of the week celebrating, so it should make for a curious afternoon. Leeds head to Ipswich to say goodbye to their hosts, while Bolton are scheduled to play at the City Ground, but it may not happen. Middlesbrough and Bristol City will be hoping their final fixtures have something riding on them, otherwise the pair could have a long summer on their respective hands. Uh, let's get a bit of title talk out of the way. It seems to matter to me, maybe more than some people, I really want it to happen. Uh, Kieran, Sonic, how do you feel about it? Would you, you know, Norwich winning the title, do you actually care?
1: Um, to be honest, I'm 50-50 if we get it, to be honest. I'm not too disappointed if we don't get it because I don't think, I think it's pretty obvious no-one at the start of the season even achieved thought we were going to be in the position that we are. With one game to go, most people only thought we probably weren't even going to be in of a mix of even getting in the top six let alone at the top but it would be nice to do it and I think probably it'll be a case of who's the most sober after the weekend especially based on Chris Wilder's interview but um, yeah I think we can do it and to be honest it doesn't faze me in either way because it's been a fantastic season.
0: I mean I probably have a personal interest in this because I happened to be in India when Norwich won it in 2004 so in my lifetime I haven't seen that I can remember at Norwich winning a championship and I don't know there's just something about it in terms of history that the longevity of, of winning something as opposed to just automatic promotion it, it does linger well, let's not forget it's the same trophy the
2: old football league championship trophy so you know there's a lot of, lot of history a lot of history behind that um, it's it's not going to be easy going to get uh, going to Aston Villa and, and, and getting a point, but you would think that the circumstances of, of last weekend and as you said there with Aston Villa now, you know, pretty much being in fifth and maybe they might have their eyes on you know sort of the, the, the playoff game and maybe rotate um, things a little bit. But um, what, what, whatever happens, it's been a fantastic achievement for, for Norwich uh, to, to finish in the, in the top two, and it would, be the icing, it would be the icing on the on the cake to go in and then give everyone on on Monday there. The um, something to, to celebrate extra with the, with the trophy and um, that's kind of what you want really, isn't it? I think that is what the players want. I think Jamal Lewis was saying was saying afterwards. You know, now seeing all of this and and what it means to the fans to get promoted for us for players now, you want to go and we want to get that. And at the end of your career, you look back on your winners' medals, don't you? And that's really what Norwich want to uh, want to deliver now.
0: Two best teams in the division.
2: I think so. Um, I think you've got to give great credit to, to Sheffield United. You may not be a, a big fan of, of, of the football they play, or particularly of, of the manager's um, the manager's approach. Um, I thought he, he was um, very magnanimous in his post-promotion um, interviews and discussed the issues he, he'd had with Norwich, which are well which are well documented. But um, credit to Sheffield United; they they looked well out of it, didn't they? Um, everybody seemed to think it was between Norwich and, and, and Leeds. Um, Leeds have also played some fantastic football as well this season. Let's not, not forget that. I mean, Norwich and, and, and Leeds have arguably played the, the best football in, in the division. But um, you know, Sheffield United—they just, just didn't go away, did they? Um, and, and, and they've really ground it out. And I think defensively as well, they've been a really, really solid, solid unit. Certainly more than. Than, than we have, which has been our Achilles heel at, uh, at times this
0: season. I'm sure Norwich will try and improve that uh, next year if they can. Sheffield um, United have been phenomenal second half of the season, especially just the way they've accumulated points has been absolutely nuts. Uh, playoffs? Who, who do you reckon is going to do that? Because I mean, Villa would be most people's favourites, probably. Yeah,
1: and personally, they're my favourites. They're probably going into this with the most momentum, but obviously Leeds will want a bit of redemption considering the circumstances of what happened on Sunday with. Ah. Patrick Bamford and everything what he did was absolutely disgusting in my opinion but um, yeah that would really set it up for an interesting tie but it's going to be really intriguing who gets that six spot
0: I love that hashtag LUFC Sonic Slams Bamford disgusting get that on your Twitter Leeds fans it's all part of the conspiracy um, I'm only joking I'm only joking it's alright don't, don't take it to heart um, Ipswich I feel like we should mention them because we're not obsessed but it's just like it, it's, it's part of the deal isn't it when people joke, joke at the start of every football season, Norwich's going to finish top of it, and Ipswich bottom. That's what Norwich fans want from each season, isn't it? Effectively, or is it? Am I being? I mean, it's it's a bit nuts what's happened down there. And, and to be honest, from the Sheffield United game at the weekend, it looks like they've got a hell of a lot of work to do to challenge next year.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think Ipswich. Look, they, they 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 knew where they were. They knew what they were what what they were doing under Mick McCarthy, but for whatever reason they weren't they weren't happy with that, um, and they wanted to go they wanted to go for it for a seed change, a bit like I, I guess what Crystal Palace tried tried to do, and you know when they brought in De Boer and just go for someone completely different and something completely new, um, and it didn't work and it didn't it didn't stick with it, um, but. Whether, as you know, as, as Norwich fans, whether we, we, we like to admit it or not, the, the the infrastructure is there, the fan base is there for Ipswich to be, you know, challenging in the in in the certainly in the top half of the Championship and su- sustainability in, in the Premier League. But there's a lot of changes now behind the scenes. that's going to go through that, going to go through that club, uh, and whether Paul is there next season to, to try and take him take him forward, they've got a lot. Really, of, of work to do before they can uh, before they can think about going up, and, and I guess really it comes down to be careful what you wish for. I think as uh, as, as Big Mick reflected, cause in his in in in, in 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 his own inimitable way. But um, yeah, but it it is what it is, and um, you know there won't be an East Anglian derby for a little while yet, which uh, which is a bit of a shame. But uh, let's hope let's hope you know one day eventually it comes back in the uh, in the Premier League rather than in the Championship.
0: They've got, uh, in the North City club shop, they've got some items that they're going to auction. Um, they're not for sale. They're just sat behind their desk. If you go to the club shop at Cow you'll see them. And there's one of them, Emil- Emiliano Buendia, um, his shirt from the game. And then there's a little bit of text on it which includes the words dominance and drubbing which I think was was, you know official club merchandise fair play that's what I say fair play Uh, a few messages then shall we Um, Neil Austin one moment that sticks in my mind was leads away our second goal a stunned silence around Ellen Road and delayed disbelief from the Norwich fans and effectively still waiting for that to be proven offside which of course it, it wasn't that was a, a phenomenal moment I like that James Rushmore hello from Newcastle looking forward to seeing Norwich play up here next year in the Prem absolutely hope there's some atmosphere this time around uh, James <laughs> been a bit quiet on my other visits to St James's Park Tony's a closet Newcastle fan but we won't hold it against him uh, Edward Ivans, this is on Facebook uh, City have been outstanding Saturday was unbelievable I felt such a good attitude the team deserve to win the league on Sunday I'm sure they will be well up for it. Daniel Farker and Stuart Webber have done a brilliant job. Uh, uh, Trevor Murray Ashby. The turnaround with NCFC was my favourite moment, which is fair enough. What a turnaround indeed. Um, and ben Trafford. Norwich 2,500 to 1 to win the Premier League next season on Skybet. Worth a quid with this lot, right? I tell you what, weren't Leicester 4,000 to 1? I'm at 5,000 to 1. I mean, are they are Norwich twice as likely as, as Leicester worth that season to win? Yeah. Thanks, Leicester. Um, so there we go. Brilliant. Keep your messages coming in. As I said, especially your moment of the season. That's what I want to know. Twitter, Facebook, Periscope, where, um, YouTube, wherever you're watching, get those comments in. So. Saturday was special don't know if you heard uh, and we got to speak to a lot of people about it of course here's the pick of the reaction from uh, some of the key protagonists uh, and I think Tony has put me in it too
3: I think that was just amazing really amazing and they deserved it because the, the supporters have been absolutely incredible this season as they always are and they deserve it so good on them that it happened for them here
4: I always said. I think I said on, when we appointed him, we got the best coach in the league. Nothing's ever changed my mind on that. I and mean, even last season, if, if we look at the work he did, every single day was was incredible. And we're we're extremely fortunate to have him. And it was great we've got him tied down to a long contract because, like the players, um, I'm sure he'd be sought after, and there'll be people glancing over now, having a little look. Um, but you know, one thing with him, he's committed to the cause, and he's been a breath of fresh air for us. And. Uh, we're really fortunate to have him, and uh, hopefully he'll be here for a long time. Uh, we were hoping for
2: a top-10 finish and, and to be in the top two from November. It's, it's been some journey. We've had some amazing nights at this this stadium, some crazy nights, some massive ups and downs. But um, what a club, what a city, and um, the whole place is buzzing. We've got such a young, talented group. Uh, we're so tight together. It's amazing, and yeah.
4: What a journey! Today we knew it's uh, about the time to to do it uh, at home in front of our own own fans, who have been amazing this season and and, uh, and give, uh, gave us so much support.
5: I was already planning for the life uh, after football or without football because it didn't really seem to be that likely to still become a professional at the age of 24. Um, I remember. Uh, a good friend texted me after I signed for Norwich, saying that this must feel to you like winning the lottery, and it did. So, not just playing here, but playing that much, and now making it to the Prem, this is way more than that, and way more than I expected, and as I said, that I ever dreamt of. So, call it a miracle, fairy tale, wonder, whatsoever. I think all those uh, definitions might be right.
0: Yeah, I think everyone of Norris City's Persuasion just says a monumental thank you to the the squad, the players, the management, the staff, everyone who's got players fit um, and seeing them over the line because uh, to see these scenes and and what this club has done in the last six to eight months, um, I think that will live in all of our um, memories and hearts for a very long time to come.
4: You know, we've got some incredible staff who are ridiculously committed who love dearly this club and, and working in this industry and work hours and, and put themselves on the line. We've got players that are the same. and Even if you look at players in the squad, um, like Ivo Pinto, who's hardly kicked the ball. He's there every training session, giving everything, helping Max Ahrens, making him a better player. And I think that's the key, if you get everyone working like that. And um, so yeah, it is achievable, because everything's achievable. And like I say, I wouldn't have come here if, if I didn't truly believe that we could get this club back
6: League.
3: The fact that everybody is gelling together I mean, even you guys, every, we're all of us, all of us now, really on the same sheet. And that united, that unity in sport is what I think will win. And it's not going to be easy. We've got to live with losing seven games in a row, maybe. We have to live with those things. But if we stick together and we stick to this unity and this humility and, you know, not <coughs> keeping our feet on the ground, watch this space.
0: can catch all the full reaction um over on the Pinkin YouTube channel pinkin.com you know where it is all is by now it's all there and there's some brilliant stuff of course. Um what did you guys make well tell you what we've got Martin who's from the Canary Canaries Trust member. Former journalist apparently you were saying
3: Martin and a former journalist indeed. I was once sports editor of the Harlow Gazette. Wow, I love
0: that. (laughs) Ten points that's brilliant. Big read, yeah I'm sure it was um what did you make with what was said after all the uh the scenes on Saturday and everything from all the players and everyone, everyone's obviously euphoric at it all.
3: Euphoric is the word. I was utterly, utterly delighted. I've been probably one of the major shareholders' biggest critics in the past, but the advent of Tom Smith and the decision of Ed Balls to appoint Stuart Webber, who in turn appointed Daniel Parker and his wonderful team, I couldn't be more made up.
0: I mean, as you said, if you've been critical of other re- regimes, do you kind of have trust in, in this one and what they can do going forward?
3: I think we all do, we all have to, and the one thing that's really, really impressed me is the way that, like, with the ACN, Barclay and Norwich initiatives, we're just one nation at the moment. and. I sincerely hope that goes on into the PL. I really do, and I believe it will.
0: I think that's got to be a concerted effort from everyone, hasn't it? Because we, we know it's not going to be quite straightforward in the Premier League. Uh, as you'll see, the Norfolk Sonic has, uh, has just given himself a rest. It's K- Kieran, Kieran's face. Well done, Kieran. Top work. Uh, what I did want to ask you all was your uh, hero of the season. I mean, it could be obvious, could not be obvious, but Kieran, who's your hero of the season just got
1: well, I could run off the list, honestly. There's been so many players this season that have really shone for Norwich. I mean, you've so many others. I wouldn't say it's actually a player, though. I'd actually say it would be Stuart Webber. Because he could have easily, when we were going bad at the start of season, could have easily listened to the whispers going around from the fans and, well, some fans, and possibly have got rid of Daniel Farco and restarted this whole entire restructuring of the club. But he stuck by him, and as a, I'm glad about that because as a result... We've really seen the benefits of that, and Farkas really changed what was going on at the start of the season. And <laughs> look at what's happened to us now. So,
0: I mean, there are a lot of clubs who would have made a change start this season, probably during last season as well, Jim. Right. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I, I. Did you want them to make the change, wow. did you, Jim? Did you? Did you?
2: I, I. I was. I, I was. I was very much in the in the you know in in the jury out column. Um, I always said, you know, we need to give him at, at least two, at least two full seasons, to see to see how how things were going. But at the start of the season, didn't really look too clever, did it? With everything, um, but he finally moulded the squad. And I think what was what was key is he. You, you don't ever want to use the word, you know, dead, dead wood, but I, I, I will use that. He. he he, he tran- transformed the squad and he, he changed the players that didn't want to buy in to the new, to the new system uh, and his, the, the gag impression system which was so effective at the Dortmund and to a, cer- to a certain degree he's developed Norwich as a Dortmund light, as a Liverpool light if you like and just trying to get the players who will fit into that, into that system and it's been that system which has been so effective which has just worn teams down. And the amount of possession that Norwich have had, and that the amount of the other teams that have had to chase the game all of the time, and he's he's been behind that, and he's also blooded youngsters, which other managers would have probably said. You know, I think we all, when you saw the team sheet, know, Max Aaron's oh, what's what's he doing in, in in the side? And yet he's kept faith with them when it would have been very easy to say, no, I, I don't I don't want those involved. I want to have more experienced players. Um, but. You, the way he's moulded the side together and that, that team ethic, as you said, Martin, has it, it, just brought everyone together the city, the county, everyone united, and it's just been a momentum now moving forward into the Premier
0: League. Is, is he your hero or is there someone else?
2: No, I mean, I, I, I think there's, um, been so, uh, it's been a real, real collective effort, um, but I just wanted to highlight uh, one player. I mean, obviously, we, we, the contribution of, of Puki and Bendia and Vantage has, has been mentioned, but um, Tim Krull. Um, I read an interview with him when he was at Newcastle and he said he was in a very dark you know, dark place and he didn't really know where, 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 he was, where his career was going and he has been a real solid influence an experienced influence this is a man who's played in the World Cup you know, in the World Cup semi-final involved in, in the Dutch squad that went all the way and yes he drops a little few clangers and when the ball's going back to him it's kind of heart in the mouth moment but the way he's managed to hold all of the team together and if you see some of his social media posts and, and, and the way he's been involved in all of that and the, the, the fines with you know, the, uh, washing the manager's car so I think he, he deserves a great, deal, a great deal of credit for being a calming influence and being so influential in the dressing room and that's probably why They've not gone out and and, and and sort of you know look to make a, a, another signing in the goalkeeper department. So I would be wouldn't be surprised if he was there again. You know number one next season could be a very busy busy man. I suspect
0: <laughs> which he did accept and he's kind of looking forward to it because he hasn't had so many saves to make this year. But phenomenal cap- But
2: you know like any goalkeeper, he does have those moments. But you've got to love him for you know and the way he's
0: reacting with the you know with
2: the crowd and you know getting everyone getting everyone to pull together.
0: He is a brilliant character. I'd say that from having spoken to him a few times. He's a top, top character, and you can see why he has that important influence over the team. The other thing I'll say, there was a sky graphic of Norwich's Premier League experience. There was a lot of zeros, and then 157, which was Tim Krull, and that's clearly going to be important come next season. Uh, Who's yours, Martin, your hero this season?
3: My hero this season will be revealed. My comment about Tim Krull is that you are so totally correct not only does he conduct the back four, he also conducts the Barclay Choir and he also manages to wind up the River End to get a bit of oomph <laughs> from yeah. there. Sorry, I'm a Barclay boy through and through, but I have been in the River End on occasions. Okay, Michael, my hero is Christoph Zimmerman. A
0: Christoph miracle. Now, come on, that was a good pun.
3: It was a good headline in one of your. Articles earlier. No, I'm I'm a massive fan of somebody like Christoph, who can come from the fourth tier of the Bundesliga. In fact, that tier I don't believe is even actually directly in the Bundesliga.
0: It's but re- regional as well.
3: I guess so. I'm I, I'm not sure, but he's led by example. He's having his captain's armbands auctioned off by the club. And I know all that money is going to good causes. He is my hero.
0: Top man
2: He almost left the game as well. He was training to become a to, to become a teacher. Um, he, you know, and he, he talked about that in his post match interview with, with with Chris Gorham and, I mean, it, and it's been amazing the way he's been able to marshal that defence because they're so young, they're so inexperienced. Um, but I do think that is where they're going to need some help next, next season.
3: He's four years older than either Max, Jamal and Ben. And what a job he has done. But he couldn't have done it without Tim Krul, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the surprising thing for me is that he's actually only missed, what, um, 90, 120 minutes of championship football since... They yes. beat Middlesbrough at home. I I, 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 had it in my head he'd come in a lot later. Really,
2: Tim, that that's that, that's Tim Close's role, isn't it? In, you know, in there, you'd expect he was, you know, he'd be the one with the experience and and bring that But Zimmerman's form meant closer when he is fit has not been able to get back into the heart of the defence, which because is basically
3: who again? I mean, I've 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 had one crack at a hero already, but there's so many of them. But I would also put. Ben Godfrey in that category because for a centre-half to bring the ball out so well and he's always up with an attack if we need it, he's almost like an auxiliary midfielder and, oh, absolute respect to the guy.
0: I mean, I remember asking Daniel Farker when Ben came in whether he saw him as a holding midfielder and that was when we got the unequivocal I see him as the potential to be a world-class centre-back which I wasn't really expecting but as soon as Ben came into the team he's just looked... Phenomenal, you'd never call for Tim Closer to come back in because he was so comfortable and confident. Exactly. Martin, thank you so much. I'm gonna let you go if that's all right, because we're gonna some of the other indeed. Canaries Trust guys in. So, thank you so beer. much. Go and have your beer, it's all right for some, is it? You. We're all on water. Pleasure, Martin. What a top man. Um, let's go through some of your messages, shall we? Because I, I, I fear I've, I've neglected you for a little bit. We had a, a lot of um, people's favorites moments for the season, so let's get through uh, these if we can. Um, Canaries Canaries Moment of the season Boxing Day equaliser at Home to Forest I spat my false teeth out Stood on them Oh God And ended up with a £240 bill From the dentist Who cares That's the spirit Brilliant stuff Uh, Sophie Leaney Really glad there was no pitch invasion It meant we all got to share The raw emotion of the players At the moment they realised What they had achieved Great stuff Sophie Sophie Lenny Not Leaney Pretty sure that's right I can't remember what she told me now Um Uh, Let's have a look. Um, Liam Winnell, um, will we upload City Sights for the game against Blackburn, please? I love the City Sights videos. Liam, I don't know how much Tony's paid you, but he's beaming at it, and I'm sure we'll get that uploaded for you. Uh, Timothy Cook, um... Can you make this daily, please? Oh, my God. What, the show? Oh, God, no. I, I would die. We far too much work, Tim, but we'll do our best and we'll be back, of course, next year. 24-hour thinking show. Just all, all seasons. We never stop. Live. I'm asleep. Amazing. Uh, Danny Ellereau. Hey, Tim, Timothy, why not? Um, Danny Ellereau. A moment of the season was taking my niece to her first-ever Norwich game away at Rotherham and making a supporter out of her. Brilliant stuff, Danny. Uh, canaries, Canaries. Hope Jim is warmer than when you were outside a sinkhole in on road uh, i made him bring his coat and scarf just in case we changed our plans tonight and then the other time we brought you on was at carra road right. you kept missing out on the pub that's it I, I know well i mean we're not in a pub now
2: admittedly but, know, well, know, but it, it looks like they've got some nice coffee and maybe some sausage rolls a bit later on you know they,
0: they might you know push the boat out for that but. So all it all it takes to get us in so there we go um now that name is in russian i don't know how to say it but norwich my love club hello ukraine melitopol Love it. Thanks for your Ukraine. support. Big in Ukraine. Big in Ukraine. We are now big in global Canaries. It's the future, now Premier League. Uh, Tony Thrustle, moment of the season was Cheese Gate, which was what happened at Redwell Brewery a few weeks ago. I'd, I'd, yeah, swimming in a sea of cheese. Uh, Nathan Edwards, Paul Lambert Canary Hall of Fame status confirmed, legendary. Uh, Debbie Hannah-Reeve, nice to have you both on the show, Debbie Hannah. Uh, Steeperman's car balloting services uh, showed the team spirit that was being created. It certainly did. What a great moment. I think you can read Dave Freezer asked Marco about that after the game on Saturday. Obviously, probably first question. Uh, You can read about his comments on that. Uh, Steve Richards, moment for him was uh, Sky Sports News reacting to three home goals versus Nottingham Forest. I only watched the video of that a few weeks ago for all three goals. Um, Bianca Westwood, absolutely brilliant. Um, Mark Corbero, uh, absolutely brilliant. Vaguely optimistic about next season. I think that's a good way of putting it. Uh, Pity the parade is 9am, should be from midday. Well, don't know the reasons for that, but I think there's a meal to be had. Um, and uh, any more... Uh, um, don't know what that is uh, Canaries Canaries Cardiff away in the cup was a game no one wanted but it changed our season in a lot of ways and NCFC 1902 reckons their moment of the season was seeing me drunk on Saturday uh, Sunday night I can assure you I definitely was not drunk because I had to get up and work a lot in the morning tired yes uh, definitely not drunk um, there we go so keep those coming in thanks to you guys on YouTube <laughs> keep looking at those I know. I don't know why you all laughing Tony uh, keep them coming in right I tell you what let's raise the bar ourselves with another outing Kieran's looking forward of this yes it is flip the bird the game that VAR wouldn't touch with a barge pole last time out Fion Thomas the lovely Fion got a debut four good work that uh, Paul McInnes meanwhile off of the Guardian proved paternity leave isn't good for your flip the bird skills with an erratic one uh, fortunately he did notch three earlier in the season so his uh, His embarrassment was spared, but, you know, he is a dad now, and I can appreciate that that is uh, hard work. So, tonight, both Jim Van Wick and the Norfolk Sonic, Kieran, make their Flip the Bird debuts... I don't know how they're feeling about that. I haven't spoken to them about it, but they did at least have a little bit of a rehearsal uh, before we went online. So, in short, you guys have 30 seconds to flip as many bar mats as possible, adding one to your pile with each successful one-handed flip. Uh, your scores will be collated, added to the scoreboard at the end, and then we'll take a picture and everyone will smile and it will be great. In which case, are you ready? Dan, are you ready with the clock? Are you ready with your piles? You look okay, far we'll too calm be, for this. I'm always
2: ready in my piles, mate.
0: Go on then. Do you know what you're doing, Kieran? Yeah, I got to move it. I don't know if he knows. <laughs> Danny, ready?
2: Yeah.
4: Three, two, one, go.
0: And away we go. Um, uh, Kieran's gone straight with the sort of upward floating technique, which is always all right with one, but. It gets difficult when you've got two. Jim's doing it as well. I really need to start teaching people the technique before they start. Back of the hands, boys. Back of the hands. It's a, it's a slow going. As you can see, the crowd behind are not particularly fussed. Um, and I'm struggling with commentary. It's been a long season. Uh, I'm going to start having to ask uh, Hodgie, uh, Stuart Hodge some tips on commentating. I could do an impression of him, but that would be rude. Uh, Jim's ticking along nicely, though, which is remarkable given his technique. One. And stop. We've got piles, which is a good start and not something you always want to shout. Uh, Jim, how many you got? What piles? Five. Five. Five.
1: Kieran, I got three, and I think that's better than what I was expecting. I so. can take
0: it both, and you've got a whole summer to work on your techniques. Um, well done, well done. We'll take a picture, I think, at some point. Uh, in the meantime, uh, <laughs> uh, should we run the sting again, Dad? Lovely. Well, that was a lot of drama. I don't know how many flip the birds we've got in us this year, but uh, it'll certainly be too many. Um, and of course, the uh, light like, on the floor. That was quite good, wasn't it? The old fall on the floor, where used to run around and do that.
2: That was dizzy penalty. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, maybe it's something we can bring back next year. We will work on what we do. Maybe try what they did on the craning ground with um, the goalkeepers trampoline.
0: Yes, we tried that as well. That was really hard. Not doing that again. Um, <laughs> let's have a small interlude, which is in no way funny. Obviously, Dan, do you know what I mean? He looks ready. ¿Qué salida tiene su
2: lesión y si va a estar presente para los players? Supuestamente va a poder estar disponible para el partido de Ipswich. 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 Me doy por derrotado. Okay, I
3: give
0: up. <laughs> Thanks, Dan, for the warning. Good man. Uh, there we go. Um, probably the uh, epitome of, Nor- of uh, Ipswich's season there with uh, are just saying, give up. Why not? That's the way to do it. Uh, brilliant stuff. Uh, well, as always, we get the guys in. It's always nice to have a little bit of a chat of them away from the talk of the football and maybe just have a little talk about themselves So, um, or at least around what they do. Uh, Gym Press Association, which, of course, um, supplies... Um, stories and whatnot to uh, a lot of the uh, national and local uh, media. Do, do you sense now that Norwich are back in the big time? That's going to up in terms of the naf- national coverage to ridiculous levels.
2: Well, I, I think what everyone's going to find now is 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 obviously everything that Norwich start to do as, as a football club is going to be just is just going to be amplified. I mean, you've seen it with, uh, with with Cardiff, you see it with Watford, with Brighton, with Wolverhampton. Um, so that. The spotlight is going to be very much on Norwich now. We've already seen it with the transfer mill rumor already starting about players who are coming in, players who are going out. Um, but it's it, it's great for the city that there is going to be that um, that media that media spotlight uh, on now and and, and everything really. Um, and I think from the media side of it, what you guys are going to see is obviously at Colney, you've been used to, you know, one man and his dog turning uh, turning up, but now with the with the Premier League, much more interest, and not only from uh, from the UK as well, but obviously, um, especially with the video clips nowadays, they're going to be going all around, you know all around the world, and um, you know everything Daniel Farker and, and the Norwich players have to say is going to be magnified. Um,
0: Quite a bit, I would think. Yes, indeed. And we've always had a bit of that with Finnish media, German media starting to pick up on things the last few months. But uh, even a few years ago, when Norwich we in the Premier League, it was nuts. I think it's probably even on another level to that now already. Um, have you enjoyed watching the games as a fan? You've had sort of that experience more recently, haven't you? I mean, how does that rate compared to covering it? Do, which do you prefer?
2: Well, with Norwich's uh, with Norwich's late shows this season, there would have been a lot of delete, wouldn't there, and phoning the desk saying, "Yeah, my, my, my copy might be a little bit um, a little bit more delayed." But um, no, it's you 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 kind of realise what made you fall in love with it with, with the game in in, in in the first place when you've got all of this young side playing together um, and, and wanting to wanting to win together and playing some really really. You know, really, really fantastic football, and you can see how much it means to, to all of them. And I think that's going to be key for to, to make the progress next season, uh, provided they can get a little bit of help in a few key areas.
0: Brilliant stuff, Jim. Such a pleasure to have you indoors on the show, and more next year. I, I
2: would have done my hair if uh, if I'd have known that uh, we were coming. I you know, we kept
0: forgetting your hat, so uh, at least you didn't need that. It's well, I brought one tonight, but um, yeah, just see, just in case. Kieran did. <laughs> uh, so the Norfolk Sonic, Kieran. Um, I guess
1: what most people are thinking is, why have you got a Sonic the Hedgehog um, kit? Which is mightily impressive, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, well, the reason being is that I've been cosplaying now for about a year and a half, and the main reason I got into it is because during school I was heavily bullied for being who I am. I have um statement of educational needs, and I had to be shut away with special needs children for a lot of my lessons, and, I, and lessons I were in with normal people, I got bullied massively for being just who I was, really. and. When I left school, it really not, mostly school really not my confidence. So I was very nervous, at like just going up to random shows just on the street, and I was always worried about people's first opinions of me. And obviously, I've been mean, a massive Sonic fan all my life. Yeah, who is it? As is Jim, by the way.
2: Very the, the first, the first Sonic the Hedgehog, the, 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 the Sega handheld. Um, you know, the, the the game. I mean, that was, um, you know, this it's taking me back. I mean, you know, I mean, I, and I think I have now hit the highlights of you know my media career sitting you know live on Facebook next to the Norfolk Sonic. I mean, what is not to like about that? We
1: all love Sonic.
0: Yeah. Sorry, you, you were saying.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, as I can say, Sonic has been a big part of my life. I, you probably wouldn't go Santa me with my room about seeing a single bit of Sonic merchandise. So, I thought I put two plus two together, and probably you don't see many. I've been to conventions a lot, and you don't see many people cosplaying as like sonic characters. So I thought they saw it advertised online, I thought I'd purchase it because it stands out from the crowd and going to conventions and having like young children and just people in general coming up to me, talking to me, having normal conversations with me and try and act like Sonic has been a lot of fun and if it wasn't for it, I probably wouldn't be here right now talking to you. I'd be so shy. So It's so
0: brilliant to have you on and, and who knew Sonic was a Norris City fan? I mean, I hope when you go to these conventions you still wear your scarf.
1: No, of course. Well, ironically, my last um, convention was at Portman Road. <laughs> my last When? When? Uh, end of December just after they pointed Lambert. So. This guy. I love this guy. Absolutely
0: phenomenal. Kid. Um, now, I have to say you are timing this very well because there is a Sonic Film coming out. Yes. I mean, literally, if anyone's watching this and they're like, there's a Norfolk Sonic, hang on. You
1: know, this could be a big yeah, deal. Premium, yeah. Premier, yeah. Premier, 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 League Sonic. Yarn, yeah. yeah, exactly. And obviously, seeing a trailer yesterday, it's not exactly the greatest of hype. It's a lot of negative hype about how oh, no. Sonic looks in the movie, but there's a Are lot. They, have they sort of tired him up a bit? Uh, they tried to make him look realistic, and it's. like an actual hedgehog. a, well, human, yeah. hedgehog, a human hedgehog. A human hedgehog. And oh, to be honest, it's kind of backfire. but then you see the cast list on it and they've got Jim Carrey playing Dr. Eggman, and watching the trailer, I know who's going to absolutely smash it. I love it. Well, to be fair, you
0: look like the real Sonic, and that's the most important thing. Not, I, 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 well,
2: <laughs> Jim, I don't know.
0: You know what to get me for Christmas. <laughs> so. uh, Kieran, thank you so much for coming on. Jim, of course, <laughs> always a pleasure. Uh, Andy, get us another one. That's what I do. I just shout and he brings out people. It's amazing. Um, in the meantime, uh, there are a couple of things that we want to bring up. In fact, we've got an announcement, which is a little bit to do with... Uh, hello, sir. Come and sit down. Um, we've uh, got a little bit of an announcement, a little bit of an exclusive uh, for you. Uh, it is entitled... We can officially confirm, I should read this before, and exclusively reveal, here we go, that there will be a summer football competition right here in Norfolk to rival the Nations League. I don't think I'm building it up too much. (laughs) Thanks, Jim. Yes, Saturday the 8th of June at The Nest, of course, which is in Horsford. There will be a -a six-a-side tournament. I think it's six-a-side. Um, for all Norwich City supporter groups to enter and it may well be um, more openly available um, as well, depending on how things go. It's going to raise money for the uh, Community Sports... as the the power gone. (laughs) For the Community Sports... Raising money for the Community Sports Foundation's Build the Nest project. There will be uh, playing and refereeing special guests on show, like the idea of the celebrity referees. If I'm playing, I might give them some stick. Um... I won't really, Mick don't worry. Uh, hopefully, uh, teams from the Canaries Trust, Proud Canaries, Forces to Canaries, Along Come Norwich, Barclay M Project, Norwich City Fans Social Club, Canap- Capital Canaries, who we were, of course, at last week, uh, German Canaries and Italian Canaries will take part. And there is room for any others out there who wish to join. Look out for the Community Sports Foundation, CSF, um, and Canaries Trust social posts during the week for details on how to get your team signed up. That is the Canary Cup which is so exciting, June the 8th at The Nest. Get involved, give it a watch, it'll be lots of fun. Thank you, Jim, that's the kind of fanfare we needed. Exciting. Hello, sir. Hello. What's your name? My name's Nick Buck. Hello, Nick. Uh, sorry, I wish I'd asked you that uh, beforehand, yeah, yeah. but I didn't. There we go. Love your shirt. Thank you. Um, they did a good job of bringing those ones they back did. in, they didn't they did they? did, yes. Yeah, well, club don't miss a trick, of course. No. That's why I've got my shirt on as well. Um, brilliant stuff. I mean, Nick, what have you made of this... I mean, where is it ranked? How, how long have you been following this club?
6: Uh, 67 was my first match. So 50 odd years. Um, probably the most enjoyable, exciting season of all, I think. And that includes the, the first promotion in was it 71, 72 yeah. under Ron
0: Saunders. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. I, I think a lot of people sort of take it back to Ron Saunders and John Bond yeah. in terms of Norwich gaining a, a reputation for attractive football. But, mm. and, and, and again, under Dave Stringer, Mike Walker, the football there, we've got a lot of plaudits yeah, as well. Yeah. So... What is it that marks this different now? Because obviously very technical, but it's just delicious to watch as well.
6: I think, um, I think the expectations were so low at the beginning of the season. When I say so low, they were low compared to um, perhaps other seasons. And I think what we saw from, from day one was just different. It was that um, uh, the ability to take ball in tight areas to uh, you know, the, the short pass and the movement. I think it, it was just like a flowing football. It was like watching Barcelona. And it was fantastic. You, you, you could have thought that Pep Guardiola would coach the team. Um, and I think it was just that. Obviously coupled with the, the never-say-die spirit, the last-minute goals, the, um, the way that when we were down with a few minutes left, we didn't hump it forward to the big man. You know, It was exceptional to watch. Nerve-wracking at times, but unbelievably good to watch.
0: So, in your mind, this is the best footballer. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, in terms of your player of the season, who did you vote for? Um, like
6: it's really put me on the spot. there. Emmy Buendia, if I'm honest, and just simply because I think he's probably the best footballer I've seen at Cairo for a very long time.
0: Who who compares? Because this is the tough one. Oh, Where's
6: in his prime, obviously. Um, crikey, going back, Ian Crook. I liked Ian Crook. Different sort of player, but for me, was epitomised everything about the silky midfield player grant holt for other reasons obviously big strong center forward oh emmy likes to tackle too (laughs) absolutely yeah and then if you if you want to really go back you had mcdougall and boyer i can remember them and and again you know exceptional players but he he just got that x factor
0: i i can't wait for next season and how uh, uh, we should probably do a sweepstake on at what point (laughs) the premier league goes oh Emi Buendia, because yeah. it, it will happen, I can yeah. assure you. They, they will go, yeah. oh, hello, there's a player. Um, Nick, you a member of the Canaries Trust, am, is that yes, the deal? yes, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Um, a nice to have you shindig. They've been pretty good to us this year. They yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, here, yeah. So I've, I've only,
6: I only joined in November, had a bit of spare time on my hands, and uh, I love the club, I love everything to do with it, and I thought, you know, if I can be a... I like to think a young face on the ball, but actually one of the older ones, I think, to be perfectly honest. But just bring a different approach, really.
0: I tell you what, let, just just fill this in. If if people yeah. are watching, maybe me. Yeah. Like, they might think, well, what's the Canaries Trust? Why? What's what, what's that well, about? It,
6: essentially, it's a it's a group uh, to give the, the the supporters a voice. I mean, the main priority um, since it began was buying shares, which are held in perpetuity for the for the supporters. Um, they, they sort of pull together, I like to think they're the, the sort of the hub that pulls together all the other supporters groups there's a regular consultation with the club, the club are very keen to talk to the trust and engage with the trust and I think that feeling um, has, has sort of spread out into all the other supporters groups, I have to say all of which I think have done a fantastic job and I think because probably the club for the first time in a long time have really engaged with all those all those groups so
0: yeah Brilliant stuff.
6: Everybody well, needs to join. It's only twelve pounds a year. <laughs> all right, all right, for goodness go. sake. You know? I love
0: it. There's a sales pitch. Yeah. <laughs> um I tell you what, just just briefly then, yes. next year, what do you think? How, how because you know we we've been here, we know how tough the Premier League is it's not gonna be a shock for anyone. We also know now fans want the big signings. They want the they yeah. want the expectation, they want Norwich to compete. They don't want, you know, to be rolling over on each other.
6: I think we just had a conversation over there and I think um all the supporters love the fact that what Norwich did this season epitomises what Norwich is all about. We take the, uh, the players, perhaps less lauded players and we turn them into something special and if they buy into the club as this entire squad has seemed to do then I think it builds an awful lot of good wealth wealth for next season. My prediction is uh, above the bottom four but below the top six not giving much away there am I Jesus really? Christ no that, that's fine there we go Nick uh,
0: Nick, pleasure to have you on thank, thank you, you so much no, I'll let nice you go thank you. Um, if you want to tag in with someone else um, if we can get someone I'll, in I'll then someone bring them straight back down because uh, we've not got long and we've already been running and it's been such a good show and I'm knackered um, but anyway um, it's been quite a long week and we've got another long week ahead uh, speaking of which Norwich of course Aston Villa on Sunday now um, we did touch on it briefly but let's have a proper chat about it if you were an Aston Villa fan Sit yourself down, Chris. How you doing? Good. Um, and you can come in on this, Chris. Thanks okay. for joining us. That's all right. No, thanks you for having go. us. Um, Hi guys. If you are a Villa fan, what would you want Villa to do when they're playing Norwich? Given that, you know, a few days later they're going to have a home first leg in the playoff semi-final, probably against West Brom. You know, there's a few players there that you might want to risk. How do you see it?
1: Well, if I was a Villa fan, I'd obviously like to go into the playoffs with a little bit of momentum obviously for them last weekend against Leeds was a little bit of a second point given the circumstances of obviously what happened on the pitch with Leeds' goal but um, yeah obviously I know some of the fans will probably want to go into it with a little bit of momentum get a win against the leaders, you're right on course for that but at the same time you'd probably want to rest your key players I think Dean Smith said he's planning on resting John McGinn because of the suspensions he has potentially lying over his head and, and I think that could play into Norwich's favour in many ways but at the same time, obviously, from a, le- from a biller point of view, it could possibly down the sort of momentum that they've been building up in the last few weeks with the form they've had. I mean, it's brilliant from our point of view because we're all going, oh, do that, rest them, don't bother. It doesn't mean anything to you. Why would you even bother?
0: Try give us the point. Because we obviously want the point. But what do you reckon, Jim? Well, I,
2: I think what this championship campaign has showed is that there are no gimmies in any... In any game, I mean, you, you looked at some of you looked at some of the fixtures Norwich had, and you thought, "Oh, you're going to go there, you're going to turn them over, you're going to roll them over." But it's just, it's just not like that. And, and obviously, Norwich are, are there now as, you know, as, as the leaders of the, of the division, and that's going to give Aston Villa a certain impetus to, you know, want to say, "Well, look, you know, this is where we should be." Um, but you're, you're right about. In the back of the players' mind and the coach's mind, there is going to be about how important that that, that, that playoff campaign is, is, is going to be. Uh, and injuries and suspensions are all going to come into play. Um,
0: but Villa would probably take a point, and so would we, I think. Indeed, and this, of course, Sheffield United <laughs> might not do the business. But what do you reckon, Chris? It's a tricky situation for them, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I
5: think, and um, personally, I think if you're if you're Villa, then I think you'd probably want to keep that momentum going, probably play your stronger side. Um, but then. You're obviously going to have one eye on the playoffs as well because that's massive for them. So um, I think, yeah, I think if you're Villa, I think they'd want to just sort of keep that momentum going. They're on the back of a good run at the moment, and um, I think the players would probably want to keep playing as well and and, you know, sort of show that. They're ready for the playoffs,
0: you know, so... I mean, it's going to be... I think it's a sell-out, isn't it? Villa um, Park on, on Sunday, 41-odd thousand. I mean, it's going to be quite the occasion, really, isn't it? And uh, Norwich deserve the title, don't they, when we distill it all? I mean, Sheffield United have been top two game weeks of the season. Norwich and Leeds both been 20 each. I, th- I, th- I think we do, yeah. I mean, That uh, no, does mean know. that Leeds probably should have finished <laughs> in the top two, doesn't <laughs> it, really? <laughs> So, I mean, sorry
5: that. you know, we've, we've been unbelievable all year, but I mean, it's been a great race as well. I mean, fair play to lead Sheffield. You know, Sheffield United as well over recent weeks have been relentless. So, um, but yeah, I think over the course of, um, you know, the last 45 games, we've been awesome and the lads have deserved nothing, nothing less than to win the league, I think, and... um yeah, it's a tough place to go Villa
0: Park, but there's no reason why I don't think we can go and get the point that we need. Yeah, um, point would be good. I wouldn't want to rely on a win because I can't remember the last time Norwich yeah. won there. It was probably '93, to be to honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give us give a think about your hero of the season, Norwich City hero of the season, and your moment of the season. I'm going to have a look <laughs> through some messages, if I may, uh, just on Periscope. Um, T. Blez, T. B. Les, T. B. Les. Let's call him that. Um, he's been on touch. Uh, tell Kieran he looks better than the Sonic in the new movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. that. I'll take that as a positive I think most people
0: would exactly absolutely it is isn't it Um, Kieran Ashton (laughs) the best moment of the season was versus Nottingham Forest game from being 3-0 down to then score three which actually still seems phenomenal not if you're writing a match
2: report it is not Probably, the original been filed yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Nuts. yeah. Uh, what else have we got here on Facebook there's some good ones here I think I hope I won't say things I've already said uh, um, John Gosling moment of the season stuffing Leeds uh, what's, his, what's, his, what's his, the Leeds obsession I don't understand it um, um, Edward Ivan's moment of the season was us drawing with Ipswich that was when things started to turn around can't wait for Sunday to go to Villa and win the league Cup 2 or the, you know, the championship trophy that's what you mean isn't it Ebene? absolutely Wendy Little everyone are heroes the team staff even the groundsmen all at <laughs> You're hey, all the heroes for all the hard work and long hours thank you I mean Wendy we just talk about it So, but I would definitely take the kudos uh, certainly the groundsmen um, I think Stuart Webber the other day actually said that um, without the pitch they wouldn't have won games like yeah. against yeah. Millwall and They did spend a million quid on it. So at least they're going to get that money back uh, over the course of the summer. And here we go. Let's have a look at some more of these on YouTube. Thank you for so much. So many messages, by the way. I'm trying to get through as many of them as possible. Canaries, Canaries. Cardiff away in the cup. Uh, Had I said that one? I think I'd said that one. No, no. Which was spot on. Um, Bad lad, you know it's Leany. Sorry, Sophie. Leany. Definitely not Lenny. (laughs) Sorry, Sophie. Anyway, um, Pookie Have My Children, up the notch. That's a good, strong YouTube commenting name, that one. Dan like that one. Um, I do read them before I read them out by the way um, Canaries Canaries what odds Jamal Lewis scores our first Premier League goal next season I think probably long given he's the only one not to score a championship goal this season but he is trying by all accounts uh, Jay Crick 12 best promotion this season because Lambert has ruined his own legacy in my opinion glad the town are going down and the city are on the up going up you're going down I think point weight there Mr Crick well said um, Maureen and John White hello Maureen and of course to you John Hope Webers stays with us to the end of our Premiership yeah. well when will the Premiership end I guess is the yeah. question there well, we, will, we will yeah. see Jim stop it <laughs> yeah. none of that stuff uh, Jay Quick throws in an Norwich yeah, right. 2 Villa nil prediction and Vrancic to bang another three free kick in Rose to come in and score Rose was brilliant against them in October by the way goal of the season that goal he scored in October the, the pass the, the, all the passes Vrancic scoring two amazing free kicks and missing a penalty which has been her theme um, Luke Cubbage broke a few fans 1,000 pairs of glasses in the river end celebrating the forest equaliser definitely a moment of the season Luke I hope they didn't bill you for those Uh, and Bradley Jones Millwall at home for sure so many of them so many of them yours Chris
5: yeah it is a tough one just like you say there's so many but um no I I think the one the one there you just mentioned the forest um, late equaliser when we were 3-0 down um you know um look back afterwards as well i see jeff stellan's reaction on sky about it you know that was incredible but yeah um you know we were written off in that game and to you know to come back and get a get a valuable point um just it just sums up how our lads just have that never say die attitude you know and it was um, that was such a special moment, you know. It's similar to the time we got that last-minute um, winner against Derby all those years ago, back in the in the Lambert days. I think it had that same sort of significance, you know. And um, yeah, for me, I'd, I'd probably say that one. Yeah, yeah. But there's been so many.
0: There has been so many. It's, 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 it's remarkable to think that the last time Norris the last time City lost at Carrow Road was the end of 2018. And it Stone took, point, it? it was Derby, and it took the floodlights oh. to go off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They'd yeah, have yeah. won that game, probably, if the floodlights hadn't gone off. Yeah, I think I,
2: I did remember reading a stat that there was the, 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 the amount of games that teams had lost since January. And I think it was something like you know, Real Madrid three, Barcelona three, and then it was Norwich at the, at the top of them. with only one defeat. One defeat. I mean, that, that, I mean, obviously, you know, completely different, you know, completely different level. But it's just that ability to grind out a result and I know we've had a lot of draws but it's it's about momentum isn't it as you said to just you know just keep those things going and let's hope that
0: you know, we can uh, we can get plenty of that at the start of next season maybe Hopefully someone's sobering them up um, <laughs> uh, we are done I think we are done here uh, that is it for this week's Pinkin show uh, remember you can catch up with tonight's uh, edition across all our superb Norris City coverage it's all there as well across all our platforms including our Pinkin app but first and foremost Pinkan.com uh, the show is also available as a podcast each week for details and to subscribe visit pinken.com slash podcast I will be at Villa Park of course on Sunday probably not in this shirt, um, but well, maybe why not? Uh, of course, uh, that'll be alongside Paddy Davitt and Dave. I won't get Paddy in this shirt. I might get Dave in it. Um, and Dave's here, isn't he? We haven't even spoken it's to Dave. There. Dave Freezer's over in the background by the way. You probably can't make. Can we see him? Probably not. I keep making these two work because normally they just sit there laughing to each to themselves. But there we go. Um, so Dave's here. He's having a good chinwag, um, and maybe he'll wear this shirt. Uh, anyway, we'll all be there to round off uh, the season. So make sure you check out our big build-up, team news, live reaction, behind-the-scenes coverage, analysis, and whatever else. Of course, we get after the full-time whistle uh, and as always if you see any of us around please say hello uh, we will be back next Wednesday not really sure exactly where yet but it will be the usual time around uh, 6 p.m. in the meantime a big thank you to our guests tonight Chris thank you Chris no, uh, to Martin and to Nick and the Canary Trust uh, guys for joining us much appreciated no, thanks, thanks um, a lot. Uh, especially to Jim and to Kieran the Norfolk Sonic um, thank <laughs> you so much gents enjoyed it Jim enjoy it yes
2: yes it's always, it's always great to uh, you know to sit around and get some uh, get some Norwich chat and I'm sure you know next season that there's going to be plenty more and plenty more interest from um, you know from,
1: from from everyone really on. Hopefully, what's going to be a real positive campaign again. Yeah.
0: Well said, indeed.
1: Thanks, Kieran. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's been an experience because I've never done any sort of like Norwich C related thing before. So this was my first experience of it, and yeah, bring on Villa Park um, Saturday. I know that away end is going to be absolutely bouncing. for the boys from minute one and hopefully they'll be coming back from Fuller Park with the trophies parade around on Monday.
0: Well said. And Kieran, you did brilliantly. It was so wonderful having you on and we'll definitely do it again. Thank you so much. Um, of course, a big thank you to the Departure Lounge for being such a wonderful host and the Canaries Trust for letting us take over their promotion party. I think they're about to crack open all the champagne and just rank up the music to 11 <laughs> or so. <laughs> Um, uh, to the crew, even them. To producer Tony and and, and Dan, director Dan, who doesn't even boo Switch Town anymore. Uh, and of course, you guys and girls for watching, getting involved, sending so many messages. Uh, we couldn't do it without you, and to be honest, we probably wouldn't either. Uh, until next time, here's Norwich getting exactly what they deserve, that being the championship title. Good night.